Talking with Girlfriends is our therapy, our entertainment, and our education. Join me, Madden Chate Jones, and my good girlfriend, Tennille Daniels, for an hour of healing through hospitality as we welcome friends from across the lifestyle and wellness spaces to join us for some good, healthy girl talk. Pull up a seat, get comfortable, and make yourself at home. You are now listening to Love Madden, the podcast. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, we're back again. 2021. <laughs> 2021 in full effect. Wow, wow, wow. Here we are. <laughs> it's been, whoo. You know what? Been. It has hmm. been. It, and it's the end of, well, I guess the beginning of February. Like, where did January go? Girl, it was busy. It was busy. But we are here. Lord mercy. Yes. And Thank we're God. blessed. And yes. That's what we're going to go with today. That's what we're going with today. And we continue to expect great things um, for 2021. This is going to be a good year, y'all. We naming it and claiming it. People say they want to tiptoe. Don't touch nothing. <laughs> tiptoe into 2021. And the first first damn three days, we had a whole coup d'etat and Ooh. insurrection in our nation's capital, right? So Jesus. we just going to come in loud and proud and claiming that it's going to be good. So how are you, my love? I am hanging in there. How are you? Uh, Wusa, very, Wusa. very rough last week, but I'm here and I'm so grateful yes. to God. I could shout, so we're here. Um, you, you got a testimony. Me? I got a te- You don't know my story. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not going to get on it, get into it too much right yet. Not too much today, yes. but we praise him for what he's already doing. God, we love you, Lord. We love yes. you. Yes. So tell me, what are you feeling right now? So what I'm loving this week is just like moving my body. Um, mm-hmm. I have been doing a couple of different things. So um, two times a week, I've been doing these virtual step aerobics classes with the mm-hmm. stepsisters out of Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has been super fun. Me and one of my good girlfriends in Atlanta, we do that together Mondays and Wednesdays. Love, love, love it. And then... Nice. Um, over the weekend, I did a trap ballet class with stilettos and sweat, and that was amazing. So I'm just mm. loving like moving my body, catching a vibe, you know, trying to tap into the, all this sexiness I got going on. I, I really don't have right. any going on, but I'm a yes, fake it till I make it. Like. <laughs> yes, you do. And I love all the like cultural sort of. Um, I don't know what fusion, you know, like we'll take regular cycling and, you know, add some, (laughs) sprinkle some freaking (laughs) Lowry's on it, regular, regular ballet, sprinkle some adobo on it. Like we always got to eat something spicy. (laughs) (laughs) So I love that trap ballet. Um, Yeah. I might post a video of me doing a a couple of moves. Gosh. Yes, please do. I want to do that with you. That sounds like something I would like. Yeah, she does the classes every Friday night, so I will definitely keep you posted. Okay, sounds good. And what are you loving this week? Girl, mine is not so spicy. Um, <laughs> I've been reading this book for so long. I honestly might have been reading at the end of the last season and told you guys this already, but I'm really loving A Promised Land by Barack Obama. Did I already tell you guys this? Yeah, but it's all good. I heard it's 700 I, pages, so the fact that they're still over, it's all good. This family got good. the nerve to say this is volume one. Oh, Barack, hell. what more what, what more do you have to say? Um, 
But the more I read it and the deeper I get into it, the more that I love it. So I probably was just starting when I shared that with you guys. And I'm just a little bit over halfway through now. And mm. every time I'm in my car, every time I'm doing something, it's in my ears. Because I just, I, if I was sitting down flipping pages reading it, I wouldn't be done until 2023. So um, I'm loving that book. I usually try to juggle a couple books at a time, but I have given him all of my mental space. I put down my other you books. You need it for 700 pages. <laughs> So I can push through. So um, I would have been done with the normal book by now. I'm about four or 500 pages in, but he, he has a lot to say. So that's what I'm loving. If y'all already, uh, if y'all have not already picked it up, be sure to pick up A Promised Land by Barack Obama or listen to it on Audible. It, it does not disappoint. He gives the, he spills the tea and the juice. Mm. So. And one thing before we move on, I would just mm -hmm. say, if you're in the business of buying books, go ahead and pick up Just As I Am by our... Dear Queen Mother, Soror, Auntie Cecily Tyson. The late, great Cecily yeah. Tyson. Yeah, that's good. Yes, I love that. All right. So, um, man, I got to get, got to get back in the podcast rhythm. Now it is time for us to, to share our table talk topic of the day. So this is our season opener. Um, we are back for season three of the podcast. It is actually our one year anniversary, I think tomorrow. Mm, it's our anniversary. Hey, um, and oh, what a year it has been. Uh, we're not going backwards into 2021, all right? We're moving forward, but everybody knows that 2020, I mean, into 2020, everybody knows that 2020 was what it was. Um, this season, we are back with a little bit of a tweaked format. We're going to have more guests than ever before. Mm. We have been very... Um, keen to the fact that our episodes with guests get a lot of traction, a lot of excitement, yeah. um, a lot of insight that we get from talking to our girlfriends on here. So we thought what better way um, to kind of honor that than by inviting on more friends and more guests. So this season, um, we are excited to welcome our friends to the show and cover a number of topics from fear fighting to storytelling to growing good goals and a whole lot more. So um, y'all might want to have a pen and pad handy because this promises to be a season of golden nuggets, major keys and pro tips for designing the life you love and finding healing through hospitality. So Tanil and I are going to do what we do best and open our doors and welcome our girlfriends to sit around the table with us. I absolutely love that. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited about what's to come in season three. So like she said, yeah. get your pens and your pads out, your iPhone, mm -hmm. put your notes app, and mm -hmm. get, get ready. Mm -hmm. So we're pulling up to the table, right? So yes. but before yes. we get into the season full of guests, we thought we would just take some time to catch up with all of you with our season opener episode. And what we're going to do is we're just going to test out a new format that we're going to mm -hmm. be using with our guests. Mm -hmm. um, and so today we're going to ask each other and share with you what the, our responses to some of those questions, since you won't be able to really hear them as much during the season. True. So let's dig in. Let's do it. And you know how we do. We start with like, it's like an orange. We're going to start out with the outer layer and then we're going to go. Love <laughs> I used to love that song by Trey Songz. <laughs> Child. All right. So I'm going to ask you um, some of the more surface questions first to kind of get us warm us up. So I'll um I'll go first. If you had to describe yourself to Neil, not just 
what you do, but if you had to describe who you are in just a few sentences, what would you say? If I had to describe myself in a few sentences, like they told you to do in school, repeat the question. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Buying time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, you know, really, I would say that I am, um, you know, a daughter, a sister, a friend, um, someone who loves to um, just pour into others while pouring into myself. I've talked to you all before on this podcast that I consider myself a hostess with the mostest. I love to plan things for myself and others. Um, I am a taskmaster by nature in my job and in my life. I consider myself maybe not the ultimate taskmaster, but definitely right up there. Um, mm-hmm. And I just love to get things done. And so whether that's getting things done professionally or personally or giving back um, to others through my work in the community and my church, I really just love to use my gifts to make the world a better place. And one of the things that I'm really stepping into in this season is really just sharing my story Um, Mm -hmm. And standing in that story, which I think has been not that I haven't stood in it before, but I'm I just have been in a place where I feel more comfortable sharing the story and being more vulnerable about some of the less pretty parts of my life. And so that's how I will describe myself in terms of who I am right now. I am a woman who is continuing to grow into myself and really looking forward to standing in my story and sharing it with the world. Mm, beautiful. Thank you. Um. And I'll respond to the same question. If I had to just answer in just one sentence, I would say I am a lover of people. Mm. I love people. I love chatting with strangers. I love making people smile. I love like turning things around for people, Mm. Um, whether it's a grocery clerk or a very close friend or a coworker. Like I just love to connect with people. And I know a lot of times we... Um, label people pleasing as like a bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of us, we do it at the cost of our own like happiness or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'll say, I think I'm pretty good about communicating like where, where I am and how I feel and taking care of myself and those kind of things. But it brings me a lot of joy um, to make people happy. Mm. Um, I love to have people over and feed them. And, you know, I love guests and friends and all of that kind of stuff. Like that really, really makes me happy. Um, I'm also a feeler of big feelings. I like to laugh. I like to cry. (laughs) I like to yell sometimes. Like I just, I like, I just like feelings, feeling feelings, if that makes sense. Um, and not always just the good ones. Like it's a really good, healthy release from feeling all of our feelings. And right. so I think I would say that I'm an emotional person, a feelings person, um, and I'm a, I'm a connected person. I'm a communicator. I love to talk. I love to hug. I love to share experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a true, true extrovert in that sense. Yes. Um, so yeah, I would definitely describe myself as a connected communal, communicative person um, who has really, really big feelings. So um, yeah, that's me. 
And and that is you. And I think I love that clarity. Like you were able to just boil it down to the main thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I spent a lot of time, you know, Tanil, because we're in this space, like we have the honor and pleasure of like guiding people through um, their journey as we kind of have maybe just might be a few steps ahead of walking through our own journey and Mm -hmm. sharing those nuggets almost in real time as we um, research and learn and explore and then hear the experiences of so many women doing a podcast and even doing this community work. Right. Um, even, you know, dating back to the work we've been doing since 08, 09 with Divas and PH, like we've heard so many women's experiences and learned firsthand from so many women about mm-hmm. what wellness looks like to them. So it's really helped shape us and given us the um, opportunity to be really introspective. So we we kind of have our little elevator speech down, but it's been a good 10, 12 years in the making of figuring out who we continue to evolve to be. Right, you know? right, right. All right. My second sort of orange peel question is that Love Madden is centered around this idea of healing through hospitality. What does that mean to you, Tanil? And how do you believe that we grow as individuals through how we relate to others? Healing through hospitality. When Maddie um, first shared with me that statement, I absolutely loved it because, um, as Maddie said, she's a lover of people and I love to love on people as well. And I think in those most vulnerable moments, um, you know, there is a a self-component to healing, but there is also a community support to healing as well. And so in your deepest and darkest moments, you need to be loved on, whether that's, Mm. you know, physically loved, like in, you can be in the same space as as the person, or even just feeling the energy and love that's being sent your way um, is really important. And so to me, that's what healing through hospitality means. It means giving light, showing light, being light to the others in a, you know, what can be a dark place. So that's healing through hospitality. And then, you know, how do I believe we grow as individuals um, through how we relate to others? Again, we've said this many times, God didn't put us on this earth to do life alone. Um, And Mm -hmm. he wants us to learn together. He wants us to love together. He wants us to win together. Um, And in order for us to be able to maximize a lot of those things, it requires work and growth. Mm -hmm. And you want people around you who are going to push you to be the best you you can be. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I know I had this conversation with my line sisters a few weeks ago when you know you are capable of so much more than where you are and not, you can be in a very good place. Don't get me Mm -hmm. wrong, but you know Mm -hmm. that you have the capacity and the ability to do so much more. You want people alongside you who are going to um, support that extra, that push, you know, to Mm -hmm. get you out of those, uh, um, those comfortable places and push you into those um, more uncomfortable places. So Mm -hmm. that is uh, healing through hospitality and, and growing and all that for me. Tell us, what does that mean to you as the creator of the brand? <laughs> um, so it's interesting. So you guys know I'm always talking about communication, and I've re- lately been into like etymology and understanding kind of the breakdown of the words. So mm. it was interesting because when I looked at the phrase written in hospitality, I saw the word hospital. And I was like, wow, 
hospitals where people are cared for. It's where people mm. heal from sickness. And then I started to think about hospitality and how we care and how we're also healing through hospitality, right? Um, so for me, I've, I am working on, this is no secret, I've talked about this um, prompted journal. It's really turning into more of a book that I've been writing. And so I've been thinking about aspects and practices for healing from both cultural and sort of religious and spiritual lenses. Mm -hmm. And so when I think about hospitality and I think about our culture, um, both my culture here as, you know, a Black woman living in America and living this African-American experience, as well as sort of a first-generation daughter of immigrants, um, what I see that ties us together, and we've talked about this before, is gathering together around food and the table when you, you know, are celebrating the birth of a new child, it, there's food. If it's a funeral, you're getting together, we bring in a plate. After church, you know, we, we've got plates. After, you know, weddings, it's centered around getting together and eating and talking and sharing and opening doors. And so um, before we had a lot of options for formal therapy, or even when we did have options, but those things were still very heavily stigmatized, our foremothers and their foremothers really healed through their informal and formal circles of community yeah. and sisterhood and church mothers and family members and neighbors and um, all of the ways that we get together as women to help each other through life because life be life in. So that's the cultural experience. And then when I think about it from the spiritual standpoint, it's like that was the first church was mm. at the table. You know, that's where God asked us to do church. And so if you look at when churches started forming, it was people in their houses getting together, breaking bread and wine and communing with one another to learn um, and to, and to, to, to practice mm -hmm. uh, living life better. Um, right. And, and doing that, not in a vacuum, but doing that together in community. So when I think about my lived experience and when I think about what I'm, you know, learning and studying sort of from a spiritual perspective, it, it keeps le leading me back to the same place, which is that we heal together um, in community. We're here to be sounding boards and to help process and to share our stories and our experiences. And honestly, even when we think about formalized um, therapy, counseling, psychotherapy, it's not something that you do in a vacuum. There is another person there who you right. build a relationship with who helps you to do the introspective work, but you have someone there with you um, and they are opening that space up to you and they are being hospitable to you to help facilitate that healing. And so from all, you know, the science, the spirit, the social, all of it mm -hmm. kind of leads us back to that connectedness as we're on our journey to healing. And I'm grateful for that. It just, and I just so happened to love to cook and host events. So <laughs> um, it brought together the, the two things that I really love. So that's what it means to me. All right. Now it is time that we have peeled back the layers, as Tennille says, for us to dive a little bit deeper. Um, so Tennille, you want to ask the first couple questions? First? Sure. Yeah. Yes. So um, the first question is, what's the biggest surprise you've had in the last few months? A lot of surprises. <laughs> um, but I'll say the biggest has been just last week, uh, my daughter, who is you know, bright and lively and perfectly healthy, fell very ill very quickly. And it was, it, it, it is the scariest thing that I've ever experienced mm -hmm. um, in my life. And so we thank God 
for her continued healing. But that was a huge surprise. It, it knocked me off my feet and it I just felt like my life flashed before my eyes mm-hmm. um, because of sort of the gravity. And so that was probably, the, and I thought it was some big surprises that I had seen with just what was going on in the world. But that was probably the biggest surprise I've had in the last, um, I don't know how long. Um, but what what shouldn't have surprised me is God's grace through it all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My community, our village, the support, the love. Um, and so even when life knocks us off our feet, we have that steady anchor mm. um, to help us to kind of stay the course. And so for that, I'm very, very grateful. Um, what about you? Biggest surprise you've had in the last few months? You've had a bunch of stuff going on too. I have, but, and I'm trying to think like when you, when you put the word surprise in there, mm-hmm. what, you know, has really surprised me. And I will just honestly say that the whole insurrection Mm -hmm. debacle on -hmm. January 6th I if I had anything that like left my mouth legit open um in the you know past few months that was it like never in a million years did I like I was watching it on tv in real time I am someone who watches the news a, a great deal and now that I'm at home working I normally have CNN on during the day and to Mm -hmm. literally be seeing it as it unfolded in real time, I just was in awe. And, you know, to be perfectly honest, I had listened to the speech right before um, and I was like, you know, I I, I hate Trump anyway. So it was just like, whatever. But Mm -hmm. I didn't think that it was going to lead to that. And then to see these people feel like they had just the free reign to do all of the things that they did. And nobody was doing, nobody was doing anything. anything. And it, I just, it it also, of course, showed what we already know, that there's two totally different Americas from, you know, when white people do things versus when black people do things. We wouldn't have not even made it up the steps. You hear me? Let alone Mm. to get into the building, to get (laughs) into the chambers, to get into people's offices. Like, what happened? It's like, because the, the, somebody said, trying to figure out where the police were during the insurrection is trying to find out where um, Miley Cyrus is when Hannah Montana is on stage. (laughs) They the same. Um, And so, and this is, I mean, this is not like an indictment on all police. I don't even think we have to say that, but like we have a huge systemic problem. Um, huge, huge, huge. I don't even know if it's a problem. We, it, it's the whole damn system. It's the, the whole system it's needs the whole to be system. turned upside down. And I was also scared that day for my friends who have husbands who were on, in the line of duty on that day. Yep. Like there's yep. just so many things going on. And I kind of felt like we were in, expected to work during that time. Well, I was expected to work. I was working that day. And I'm less than a mile away from the Capitol. I yep. needed to like acknowledge the fact that there is... Shit, the world is on fire right now. On fire. On fire. (laughs) And so, I mean, I made it my purpose. I had to present on a call that day. I said something at the beginning. Like, we're not just going to proceed as, like, life is going on as normal. 
when shit is hitting the fan. You seen that yet meme with that dog with that fire in the background? That was you on the call. Everything's fine. <laughs> right. I'm like, Jesus. But yeah, so not to get too long-winded, but I, I literally, my mouth was open the entire day. Um, and everyone who's experience. like, I mean, it shouldn't be surprising. We know the culture of this country and the history and all that stuff. We know the history, but yeah. y'all are bold face live. You tell me it's not surprising that the whole damn capital right, right. was. I mean, come on, especially if you grew up in and around the D.C. area. You can't even get within feet of Girl, the gate. you can't even make a wrong without. turn. They you shot this make, lady for making a wrong turn. Making a new turn. I don't even yes. know. Oh, shot and killed her. Shot and killed her. And she had mental health issues or whatever. But like, if they weren't trained to deal with one person who had her child in the car. They shot and killed a man who made deliveries there every day, who they knew. Mm. Um like a couple of decades ago as well. So there's a history, especially for black people who who live in the district. We know, you know, when you come up, we know we don't, you don't mess around no federal buildings. There are Capitol police at every corner. Uh, we, you know, we see sharpshooters on top right. of buildings at all times. Like this is not something that they're not prepared for. So. But they wasn't using them that. guns that day anyway. No, they was opening the gate. Come on in, bro. Speaking Ooh. of hospitality. <laughs> <laughs> We've been expecting you. <laughs> that is that was a good one. Ciao. That was Ciao. Good one. All, right, All right. So next question. What mm-hmm. is something that you are excited about right now? I am excited about all of the celebration that is to come in 2021. I think a lot of things ended up being canceled for mm-hmm. us in 2020 um, because of the pandemic and also because we did not know enough to know how to manage and handle and do things. And so people were trying to pivot and figure things out. And so for me, that just included not doing nothing. I just right. was like, well, let me just do nothing. Um, and it took a toll on me. So I'm excited now that I have more information about how I can safely celebrate mm-hmm. birthdays and holidays and how we can do things. And I think towards the end of the year, we started to kind of figure some of that out. But I'm excited now that I have the opportunity um, and know a little bit more about what, what we're dealing with right. to properly celebrate my daughter's you know, birthday. And oh, yeah, we're celebrating. Own. Are we celebrating, Lord? Yes, indeed. I told my husband the other day, there is no budget. So wrap your mind around that. Um, <laughs> um, what else? Uh, yeah, so I'm just, I'm super excited about that. Traveling with my girlfriends, finding some ways to do some bed and breakfast, staycations, maybe a little bit of travel down south a little bit, um, just yeah. doing something, still safe. Now I'm not out here trying to be with the Bama's smoking the hookah, passing the hookah, breathing in, <laughs> breathing in the Corona in, in the damn hookah straw. If that's too, you, if that's you, um, no judgment, but kind of no, we are judging. No, yeah, no, I'm judging. I'm judging. This is a respiratory. This is this is a viral respiratory infection we're talking about, folks. Um, and so I'm not trying to be in the club standing on tables, but we gonna have a good time in up in here, and I'm excited about that. So, what about you? What are you super excited about right now? Yeah, so I'm excited that in a few months, I'm going to be turning 40. Um, And (laughs) that is one thing that I am excited about. Um, Some people, you know, maybe dread it, but anytime we can make it into a new decade, new opportunities, I am just going to celebrate that and acknowledge it. Um, And the other thing that I'm really excited about is that I am launching my own podcast in late March. I still don't have have my air horns, you guys. (laughs) 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 
Um, but no, I'm super excited about it. I will still be a co-host on the Love Madden podcast, but yes. um, I have a unique not well, let me not say unique, but I have a, a, another story to tell that really is focused on um, single women and the choices that we have to make around our reproductive health. The podcast mm-hmm. is for all women because we all have reproductive challenges and things mm-hmm. that we have to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a very you know soft spot for women who may not have the support of a partner. Mm-hmm. to help them through some of these challenging times or decisions that they have to make as they grow and evolve um, in their womanhood. So I am super excited about all that is to come around that. Can you share the name of the podcast? Is it, or not yet? No, I'll give okay. the guests, I'll, I mean, I'll give our <laughs> listeners a little sneak peek. So the name of the podcast is Overreaction. Um, in the trailer episode, I will go into how I came up with the name, but it's really around all of the decisions and the emotions that we deal with as it relates to our ovaries. So, overreaction. Yes. We love to see it. We love to see it, boy. <laughs> you sound like Lewis right there. I was who I was, that's where I was drawing from. <laughs> I'm so excited. All right. Question number three. You want to ask or you want me to ask? You can ask. Okay. What is a recent failure or setback that you are proud of? So this one stumped me because oh. it, it recent failure or setback, I have had some setbacks, no failures recently. And then that proud of part kind of made it even harder. So as I thought about it, I said, you know what? The fact that I couldn't think of anything kind of means that maybe I'm not pushing myself out of my comfort zone Mm. enough to be uncomfortable, you know, to have like the failure or the setback that I could be proud of, right? Because it's really the proud of part. Like I can, Mm. I have setbacks and failures almost every day, right? Mm -hmm. But am I proud of those things? And I think when you step out on faith or, you know, you take that leap to do something uncomfortable and when it doesn't work out or you, you know, have a failure, you're proud of the fact that you tried. And Mm -hmm. I couldn't think of anything that I had tried recently that I failed at that I could be proud of. So that was just like a charge to myself. And honestly, if if that resonates with you, um, it's a charge for you as well. Yeah. Yep. What about you? So we talk a lot about not being perfectionists here, but we're perfectionists. So <laughs> you all know I, I launched the Love Series. Um, the Love Series actually begins today, but I launched yes. the um, Love Series um, shop merchandise and the boxes, the Lux boxes, a month before the series begins so that we can get everything ordered and shipped and to people in time. And so... I wanted to launch on January 1st, which I did. I did not have photos of everything done yet. I took some on my iPhone and opened up the shop and didn't even take do a photo shoot till the 14th and the things was already sold out. And, and so I was happy about I that. I was, I was proud of some of those setbacks. But um, when I had ordered all of the items that go in the, sh- in the box, everything was, was here and present. And then one item was still shipping and that item was the card deck. Mm-hmm. So every I had all these orders lined up, probably like 20 something boxes um, within the first couple of days. And um, the cards came and they were <laughs> a little small. So I I 
the cards were supposed to be, this sounds so petty, but I'm telling you guys, this is the perfectionist. They were supposed to be three and a half by three and a half inches and fit very snugly in this beautiful acrylic holder that I have coming with the cards. Mm-hmm. So here come these cards and they're three inches by three inches. So now there's a half of an inch of space and a they look so- a half of an inch, but you guys, the half inch is significant um, of space in this card holder and the card, they look all wobbly and loose and not properly fitting. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to wait and delay and get them out and reorder because I hadn't promised them. It was a pre-order. I hadn't promised the boxes to anyone until February 1st. So I had plenty of time to do that. Um, but then I also had a hundred three inch cards <laughs> that I didn't know what I was going to do with. So I reached out to the people to reorder. And because I, I ordered it wrong, um, they offered me 50% off of a reorder, which I actually was able to take advantage of because I actually sold out those cards and needed to reorder anyway. Um, so I did reorder in the correct size, but um, I was going to take the L and to and my sister as well. were like, nobody knows that this card is going to suppose was supposed to be 3.5 inches. <laughs> These three inch cards look fantastic. Tanil was like, is there anything? Well, they don't fit in the holder. Is there some packaging that's not going to work? Are they, is something, is there a mistake? And I was like, no, but they're a half inch all. And she was like, girl, if you don't get off my phone and send exactly. out the card. <laughs> so I sent out the card. Even now, every time somebody posts one, I'm like, oof, cringe, half an inch. But I am happy because that was a setback mm-hmm. that could have set me back even further mm-hmm. if I had to come to my sort of typical level of perfectionism. Um, and, you know, we talked about how per- perfectionism and procrastination are just dressed up versions of fear, not wanting to get things out into the world, delaying us from our calling, maybe a little bit of the enemy. And so I'm so grateful. Not one single soul even knows or has mentioned the half inch. The new cards, everybody that's ordered over the last couple of weeks, the new cards have shipped. Um, and so people have two different card sizes and nobody cares. And the early adopters who ordered the boxes did it because they love the brand and they love the content, which is what Tennille reminded me. I'm not just right. selling What's them. The goal, it's, it's, the content. The it's the content. So people love the cards. And honestly, I didn't even expect folks to start using them until February 1st. So um, I did kind of make up for that by putting in a little extra free uh, notebook that wasn't that wasn't part of the box. So I added that in so people got a little extra value because that thing was bothering me. But um, I feel like I failed forward. I made a mistake, but I didn't allow it to be a setback and I moved forward and everyone is very, very happy with their boxes. And these next boxes are about to be extra litty. So um Go ahead and take all my coins, sis. Man, I already got some stuff coming in for the next box, and I'm like, dang, this is excellent. So uh get your coins ready, ladies. Get your and I did I did learn to make sure I have everything in stock, pictures taken, everything well in advance, but I didn't allow it to stop me. And um here we are. Yeah, no, and I'm very proud of you as well because yes, that perfectionism was kicking in and I was like, girl, if you don't go ahead and put those cards in the box and keep them moving. But I I mean, I'm low-key, I'm a perfectionist too, so I understood it, but you know, we have to push each other outside of staying in our perfectionism. So That's real. Yeah, I'm proud of you real. for moving forward. Thank you, sissy. No problem. All right. Last question of the digging in. You want me to ask? You want to ask? I will ask. Okay. 
what is something that you stand in need of right now or that you look forward to making happen for yourself? I stand in need of some rest and some Mm -hmm. self-care. And so what I look forward making happen for myself is once my daughter is um, stable and our life is sort of returned back to normal, which I know by God's grace that, you know, that is uh, something I am hopefully expectant of. I am going to uh, take out this protective style and get all in the scalp and give me a nice scalp massage and a body massage because I haven't slept comfortably in my bed for a while mm-hmm. and just do some physically relaxing things. Um, I'll be back in Skinderlust. Hey, Ashley, I had to postpone this month's appointment because everything going on. So I'll be back there. Um, I'm going to find a, a Did she safe... already give your appointment away? I need a Skinderlust appointment. She gave it away. <laughs> ain't that, ain't that they snatch them up gobble gobble you gotta act you quick you didn't even know you ain't even tell a girl it's all I good know. i was in crisis mode oh, it was too, it was too much yeah. going on all so right. yeah i think my thing is i'm going to be going in there getting my facial and the scalp massage is key for me y'all know that's on my list of favorite things so i'm gonna get somebody to really get in the scalp full body massage um, and just have a moment to really take care of my physical body because my physical body is weary well, that was just amazing. Yeah. What about you? It actually oh, helped me. No, I was going to say it helped me. Um, your description of what you're looking forward to helped me plan some things in my own head. So I appreciate that. <laughs> Child, y'all know. <laughs> Let me ask this. I'm, we're, we're trying to keep this short, so I'm, I'm going to move on. All right. So what I'm standing in need what of. What are you about to say? <laughs> No, I, I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna put it on okay, Instagram okay. so okay. y'all um, pay attention to that. But anyway, okay. um, what I'm standing in need of is peace for the journey. Uh, I have over the last like few days um, have felt an enormous amount of peace with all of the things that I have coming up um, in my life. One of them is um, a surgery that I'm going to uh, schedule to have next week, um, and I just want to be in a place where I am at peace. I'm not anxious. I know there will be like points where that stuff creeps in, but I just want general peace for the journey. Um, And I have been feeling lately that no matter what happens, no matter what the outcome, God has great things in store. So um, that is giving me a sense of comfort. But when I thought about it, it was just like, I want, I, you know, I'm standing in need of peace for the journey. So Mm. And how are you making that happen for yourself? <sighs> now, that's a, a good question because I hadn't been doing, I didn't think I had been doing anything like actively to get to this state of peace that I've been feeling lately. But, um, you know, one of the things is <clears throat> I want I need to get back in therapy because I have been saying that for a while as a preventative measure, like as these things potentially happen, I need someone in my corner with the objective view who can mm-hmm. like walk me through and provide like the tools and strategies that I may need to, you know, celebrate the the highs and weather the lows. So right. that's okay. one thing that's on my list. And then just self-care, resting, you know, everything doesn't have to be perfect, but just be okay with like sitting still and being in a restful state. I think that helps nice. as well. Okay. Okay, good. We're all about action around here. So we always, you hear us use the word practices a lot. We talk about action. We talk about what's your next step, how you're going to be accountable. So um, we like to stay in that vein. All right. And now it is time for 
the next segment of the episode, which is A Word with Madden. So I'm going to start by reading y'all a scripture. I'm actually going to read, um, I'm not just going to read a verse. I'm going to read the whole chapter, okay? Because mm-hmm. y'all need the context. <laughs> um, so this is Psalms 20, Psalms chapter 20. It's only nine verses, verses one through nine. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May he give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. May we shout for joy over your victory and lift up our banners in the name of God. May the Lord grant all your requests. Now this I know, the Lord gives victory to his anointed. He answers him from his heavenly sanctuary with the victorious power of his right hand. Verse 7 says, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. They are brought to their knees and fall, but we rise up and stand firm. Lord, give victory to the king. Answer us when we call. Amen. That thing blessed my socks off. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Um, Last year, like I said, it was the scariest experience of my life. Um, And so after experiencing that, I um, sought out God Mm -hmm. myself and I immediately asked my village for prayer. Um, So those are my, you know, my line sisters, close friends, family, close family, um, and my work family at Zion, uh, where I work at Zion Church. And so I reached out and I asked um, our senior pastor, Pastor Battle, I sent him a text and asked him for prayer and asked him to share uh, what I was going through. And the prayers, they encouraged they reassured. Um, but this one particular verse I was sent, um, Psalm, Psalms 20, verse 7, that's the line that says, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord I got, our God, was sent to me by uh, my good friend's father. Mm. And you guys might remember that I shared last year that my good friend had a medical emergency of his own. And I was mm. able to stand in the gap for him and his wife and his parents. And um, and so now when I had my child went through a medical emergency, his father reached out to me and said, I know what it feels like to see your child go through something. And, um, he said, when my son was sick, this is the verse that God laid on my heart. And so this is wow. what his mother and I are praying for, for you. Um, and so I opened my Bible and I read the whole chapter and, um, It's interesting because verse two says, may he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. Mm. And so for that kind of support to come from my family at Zion in the earthly sense was Mm. like, wow, God, like you, you, you are speaking to me right now. Mm. Um, And, and in reading the verse, I realized that the reinsurance um, and encouragement that came with everyone's prayers is because they were all anchored in the same thing. All of us were trusting the name of the Lord. And so when verse seven said, we trust in the name of the Lord, you know, I immediately got my Fred, my Fred Hammond, got my uh, iTunes out and (laughs) and started praising and singing trust in the name of the Lord. And it, it just reminded me that 
you know, some people are sharing stories of encouragement, things that have happened. Some people are sharing prayers. Some people are, you know, just what can I do for you or whatever. But all of us are doing that in the name of the Lord. And ultimately, God wants to be glorified through all of our experiences, hard and easy, challenging, um, as well as victorious. And so I will trust in the name of the Lord. And I hope that that also um, blesses you to do that no matter what you are going through. And so I want to close with a practice. This week, I want each of you to identify one thing that you are unclear about, um, or it could be something that you are scared by, something that you are procrastinating on, and submit it to God. And then this is easy. Just simply trust in the name of the Lord. Move forward with the full confidence that God is with you every step of the way. And that's it. Child, that thing blessed me when she, she uh, sent it to our line sister, Chad, and said, meditate mm-hmm. on this all day. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember ever reading Psalms 20. I probably yeah. have, but um, yeah, it hit different uh, in that moment. So thank different. you for sharing. And um, I don't even think I told you this, but I actually found out what happened from the Zion family before you even shared. And um, Mm. it was a very scary thing for me because I get a text like, is everything like, do you have any updates? Is everything okay? And I'm like, "Uh, I don't even know what's going on. on? Um, So that was a scary thing. But yes, the, the angels and the warrior prayer warriors were on it right in that moment. And, um, you know, I am forever grateful for them and, um, just for everyone who has kind of touched, uh, Eliana over the past week. So, yeah, I, I texted my pastor before I texted my parents. Mm-hmm. Girl, um, right. Get that prayer working. I mean, yeah, I'm, actually my, mom's prayers, they be, they be hit. They be getting through. Okay. Mom's prayers be getting through. If y'all need anything, my mama, <laughs> my mama could pray for y'all. Um, but yeah, the, I was just immediately because I didn't want to alert family yet until mm-hmm. we knew a little bit more. Yeah. But just even, you know, in the ambulance, I said, let me go ahead and get and get some prayers up because I don't yes. even I can't even think straight. So yep. all, all right. right. Well now, and now it is it's time. time for the question oh, of the episode. All right. So today we are officially beginning the first day of the 21 day love series challenge. If you have not gone to lovemadden.com and downloaded the challenge um, sheet, I encourage you to go do it right, 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 right now. But of course, you'll see all of these amazing things on social media about the challenge. So we're going to start here Um, for you, Madden. Why did I call you Madden? I don't know. I mean, I that's like your name. It's kind of special. I like it. Let's <laughs> go with that. It just it just rolled off the tongue, and I was like, wow, that was interesting. <laughs> you never call me that. Right. Okay. Anyway, how will you begin week one? Um, the challenge is to love God. Yeah, so it's 21 days. Whether you have the guide or not, all it is, guys, is to show love for 21 days straight. Um, the Bible tells us to love others as we love ourselves. That's you know our first and greatest mm-hmm. commandment. But we're, we're also commanded to love God. And so in week one, love God through our actions and our practices. In week two, love yourself. Because if it mm-hmm. says love others like you love yourself, you cannot love others until you love yourself, right? Mm-hmm. That's the model. Um, and we are able to love ourselves because we were created in God's image. So that comes first. And then week three is loving others. And so week one, like she said, is all about loving God. So week one, day one, I am starting with praise. Mm-hmm. If you have the love card deck, um, flip to the praise card. 
and it will give you an action and activity that you can take. But I am going to spend the entire day today praising God from the time I open my eyes until the time I close them again at night through music, through my prayer, through my posture, through my words, through how I interact with people. I want to be a reflection of God's love simply by praising him, not just for the big things, but mm-hmm. for everything, for everything. So that's that's where I'm starting. I'm starting the love challenge by praising the Lord. What about you? Yeah, for me, I am loving God by digging in deeper to his words. So mm. um, yes, I love y'all. Know, well, y'all might not know, but I love me some good praise music. I love mm-hmm. to sing and worship God through through music. But I also want to just deepen my relationship um, with him by knowing his word. And I've been told, and I know for a fact that when you're going through some of, you know, of the more challenging times of your life and really every day you need his word, but um, you can always, point to his word in those challenging times. And as I, you know, begin to prepare for surgery, I think loading up on the word is really important um, during that time. So that's what I'll be doing this week. Absolutely. And if you guys, like I said, go to lovemadden.com forward slash shop, and it is the first item in the shop. It is, um, Zero dollars and zero cents. Y'all ain't Free money. So get your free 21 day guide. Um, it starts with a uh, sort of a welcome from me, some scriptures that we're going to anchor our thoughts on for the next 21 days. Um, a quick little reflection to help you do like just a self-assessment of where you are. Um, and you know, what has been revealed to you about God's love during this time. And then when you flip it to the back, it has, uh, the 21 day challenge broken up into week one, week two, and week three. And each day you just write down, it's super easy. Just what you did that day. All I'm going to write down today is praise. That's it. That's it. Just write down that one word, um, and do that for 21 days. Um, and then let's check back in at the end and see how we feel. We're going to be on this journey together. Super simple, but it'll just help us, I think, to really focus on our hearts and minds around um, that that important tenet and virtue of love. I think all things flow from love. Love is the antidote to um, to fear. So love it is. Love it is. Well, ladies and gentlemen who listen to us, thank you for yes. spending this time with us. We really love you. We appreciate it. And we we'll talk to you on the other side. We do love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to Love Madden, the podcast. Wait, are you subscribed yet? If not, what are you waiting for? Show us some love and subscribe, share, rate, and review. Yes, and then let's keep talking at lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. That's L-O-V-E-M-A-A-D-E-N. And connect with me at Tennille Daniels. That's T-E-N-N-I-L-L-E Daniels.